0: As we open the door to mystery and suspense, we see a light at the end of the hallway. The steady thump is not an unseen entity in the walls. It is your own heart beating. Come further and be enveloped in the light of Schlock Shock Radio.
1: You son of a bitch! I'll teach you to mess with my sister. Oh, please stop! Someone help! No, cat, stop! Police, open up! Cat, it's the police!
2: She has a knife!
1: Please help! I love you, sis.
2: Freeze! Put down the knife, miss.
3: <sighs>
2: Put down the knife, or we will shoot.
3: <sighs> uh. Please
2: help! Sir! Oh, geez. There's so much blood. Dispatch! We need medical to our location. We have a male victim with several stab wounds. Careful? Don't worry, buddy. Help is on the way. I, 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 don't, I don't see the other woman. Look, the window's open. Maybe she went out there. I don't see anything. Put in a call to keep an eye out for another woman fleeing from this area.
0: Hey group, Senegal here, bringing you a new tale of horror and schlock. Never before have you heard something so terrifying, so gruesome, so extreme, your ears will bleed with glee. (laughs) Well, hath no fury like a woman scored, so you better wash your peckers, especially if you piss off sisters.
3: So this girl is the one who stabbed that guy in her apartment? Yeah, either her or her accomplice. Another girl it seems went out the window before the foot patrol could get in.
4: You got this, Jeff.
3: Yeah, Frank, I'm good. Let's see if the video cameras from the convenience store across the street have anything on them. I'm on it. Hello, Miss Reynolds. Miss Annabelle Reynolds, is it? I'm Detective Deeds. We don't have to be so formal. You can just call me Jeff. I'm sorry. Would, would you like some water or something? No. Well, then I guess we can get down to business then. So you are aware these cameras in here record video and audio, so everything you say and do will be recorded. You've waived your right to a lawyer, so we don't have to wait for one to come in. You understand you've been arrested and you're being charged for attempted murder. Officers Daniels and Torres arrived. At your apartment after receiving calls from your neighbors about screaming and loud crashes when they arrived on scene they proceeded to kick in the door after hearing screaming and a man yelling put down the knife they found you standing over one george flanders he'd been stabbed several times and you were holding a bloody knife they drew their weapons told you to put down the knife which you complied and then fainted mr flanders lost consciousness and was taken to a local hospital he's listed in critical condition they said They heard another female voice, but by the time they kicked down the door, it was just you. They believe your accomplice escaped out the window, and here we are. Does this story corroborate with what happened? Anna, I can't help you unless you tell me what happened. How did you know Mr. Flanders? Were you two an item? Was he hitting on you? Is that why you stabbed him?
1: I didn't stab him. Excuse me? I didn't stab him.
3: Was it your accomplice? You were the one holding the knife. If you were in fear for your life because of something he did, you have recourse to defend yourself. But you have to explain what happened.
1: My sister Catherine, or Cat, my twin sister, she stabbed him.
3: So you're admitting that your sister Catherine is the one who stabbed Mr. Flanders. So she was the one who left out the window?
1: Yes. He started to take advantage of me. I, I love her. We're close, but she's always doing this. Whenever I'm in trouble, she always takes control of the situation.
3: Is she known for being aggressive?
1: I'm not that strong. I've never been. And Kat, she was always a strong one. Back in school, when the other girls would pick on me, she was always there to just punch him right in the teeth I mean, pretty soon, they stopped messing with me. Cat was always looking out for me. Hey, Anna Banana. Nice biology project today. <laughs> I didn't think bugs could be any more boring, but you brought it to a whole new level. <laughs> I didn't think you could be any more of a bitch, but here we are. What the hell did you just say to me? Come on, Anna Banana. Say it again. No. Hey, bitch. <gasps> Ow! You bitch, you broke my nose. Next time, I'll break something else. Leave my sister alone. You okay, sis? I'm fine, cat. Thanks, but... You don't have to do that. She's probably just gonna go tell the principal and you'll get suspended again. Suspension is a small price to make sure you're safe. Come on. Mom's waiting for us. You know we're supposed to visit great-grandma Joe at the nursing home. Yeah, I know. Let's go.
3: So she's engaged in aggressive acts before. To protect you.
1: We were brought up to believe in family. To always support each other. To look out. Cat really took that to heart.
3: Mr. Flanders is in a coma right now. now. I understand if you two feared for your lives, but he was stabbed so many times he probably won't make it. We need to bring Kat in to talk to her. Do you know where she would go? Anna, we need to talk to her. If Mr. Flanders dies, she can be charged with murder.
1: Jeff, do you believe in God?
3: Do I believe in God?
1: God... The afterlife. The the human soul.
3: What has this to do with what we're talking about?
1: Good and evil.
3: Are you saying cat is evil?
1: Do you believe in those kind of things?
3: I believe that people have the choice to do the right thing or the wrong. If people believe in someone or something that judges them, and that keeps most people from doing bad things, then I'll believe that. I've never been one for religion, so I can't say I personally believe in a higher power.
1: Well, we grew up Catholic. We're taught that you do good, you go to heaven. Bad? Hell. These bodies we live in are only part of us. Our souls live on once we die in this life. Either in heaven or in hell.
3: Anna, you've lost me. What are you talking about?
1: Everything Kat has done it's been for the greater good. I mean, the way she's done it, well, that's what concerns me. Do you think that if you do something bad, but for a good reason, that you'll, you'll go to heaven? Like what? Murder.
3: If I know correctly, murder is considered a sin.
1: It is. A mortal sin. One way ticket to, to hell, but if it's done for a greater good, do you, do you think it's justified? Do you think a person could still get into heaven?
3: Again, Anna, I'm not a religious man. I'll try to arrest all the bad people that I can. If a serial killer is about to kill someone and the only thing I can do is fire my gun to save them, in the eyes of the courts, I think it's all right.
1: I mean, Kat, she... What, Anna? She's killed before. Several times.
3: Excuse me, Anna. Frank, have you been listening to this? To what? I've been shifting through this video from the store. This girl says her twin sister is the one who stabbed that guy. We gotta put out an APB for a Katherine Reynolds. Description? It's her twin sister, they look alike. What if they're fraternal twins? Just get it out there and look up any information on her. Alright, geez. I'm sorry about that, Anna. Now, can you tell me more about Kat? She's killed other people before?
1: Like I said, she was always really protective. I mean, the first time was an accident. So, Ryan, was it?
4: Yeah, and your name's Anna. Anna Banana.
1: Just Anna, please. I really don't like being called that.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. That's just what people around school say, and I thought, uh
1: It's a cruel nickname they gave me.
4: Well, I will no longer call you that. I will call you Anna.
1: Thank you. Hey, sis. Everything okay?
4: Whoa, I'm seeing double. Two beautiful ladies. Hey, don't don't take offense, Cat, I mean it. Plus, you got a strong right hook.
1: Yeah, and you better not force me to Cat, I'm fine. You sure? Yes. Just go, please.
4: Yeah, there's tons of Amor at Lagers left. My brother's able to pick up a bunch for cheap after the company went out of business.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll go have some. Take care, Anna. Yes, Mom.
4: Jeez, is she always that protective?
1: You have no idea.
4: Well, I can see by your empty cup that you're in need of another drink.
1: No, I really shouldn't. I'm already pretty buzzed.
4: Ah, one more won't hurt. I promise. If you need to puke, I'll hold your hair back.
1: Ever the gentleman. <laughs> okay, here's my cup.
4: I'll be back. Hey, Carl, fill this cup up. You get into her pants yet? Still working on it. If you don't, that's twenty bucks you owe me. I know, I know, but I got a secret weapon. And what's that? This little roofie. Hey, that's cheating. You never said how. Yeah, take a picture, at least, to prove it. Don't worry. It's in the bag.
1: That son of a bitch.
4: Your prince returns, my lady, with your drink.
1: Thanks. Don't drink that cat! You son of a bitch! You don't even like her! Cat, stop it! No, Anna. I just heard him talking to Carl. They have a bet that he can get you into bed with him for $20. He just roofied that frickin' drink. What? Ryan?
4: I don't know what the hell she's talking about.
1: You lying piece of... Ryan! Uh, Ryan, oh my God! He's not waking up, Cat. He... He's dead! I... I didn't mean to... We... We have to get help. No, we have to go. Cat! No. If the police come, they'll put us both away. No, but you're the one who... It won't matter. Come on, get in the car. Kat, we can't just leave. Anna, if we don't stick together, I won't be able to look out for you. Look, he was drunk and he slipped. Nobody else was outside. No one else saw us with him. What about Carl? He knew we were talking. Shit. Well, we could say we left him standing there and he fell. It happened after. Cat, Anna, we need to Cat, watch out. <laughs> oh shit. My my head. Anna? Anna. Oh my god, Anna, your head. Oh my god, there's so much blood.
2: 911, what is your emergency?
1: I was just in a car crash. We we hit a tree.
2: Ma'am, are you all right?
1: Yeah, I I hit my head. I'm bleeding a little, but I'm I'm fine. My sister hit her head too. And she, she she's breathing, but she's unconscious.
2: What is your location?
1: Where Where? Ma'am. Um Elm and Crystal Street.
2: I'm dispatching a crew to your location. Please hold on.
1: I I
2: Ma'am.
1: I was in a coma for three days. (laughs) Kat, she... she was never the same after that.
3: So you fled the scene. Were you ever a suspect?
1: No. We said the same story. We left before it happened. He must have slipped on his own. He was a little drunk, but after that... Kat, she was just... different. Different how? She was especially protective of me, but almost to the point of like she wanted to kill people.
3: And you said she has killed several times.
1: Yeah. No matter who I talk to, she thinks all they want to do is take advantage of me. She killed three guys I met at various bars when we were in college. I finally had to tell her to leave me alone. I didn't want her around. Everything I do is to protect you. You don't want me to have a life. I'm never going to meet someone if you keep t- keep protecting me. All they want to do is take advantage of you. Don't you see that? They just think th- with their dicks. No one is going to love you, not like me. This, my love for you, family love, that's what's real, Anna. Just leave me alone. I am never Going to leave you. I'm the only one protecting your best interests. No! Leave me alone! Yeah? Hey girl. Everything alright in here? Getting pretty loud. Oh, no, everything's fine. Just. just leave us alone. Uh. alright. Nosy bitch. You just make life difficult for me. I know you want to keep me safe, but. Every guy I meet isn't trying to take advantage of me. I'm sure they wanted to actually date me. But I'll never know now because of what you keep doing to me. Anna, look. No, I've had it. Kat, I want you gone. Anna, go. What? Fine. But don't come crying to me when you get raped or anything. Just get out of my life.
3: And was that the last time you saw Kat? Before tonight?
1: No. She's always following me. I've moved four times since college, and no matter where I go, she always shows up. She always follows.
3: Did you ever think of telling the police on her? Multiple murders?
1: No. I mean, yes. I've thought about it.
3: You know, I could charge you for aiding and abetting.
1: At this point, I... I just don't care.
3: Well... I can probably help you out if you help us get her. Get a light sentence or something. Excuse me again.
1: No problem. I'll be here.
3: Frank, you got anything? Oh yeah, come with me. I put out the APB
4: and got her file through. The store's camera had a pretty dark shot of the street.
3: But then I noticed you can see right into the apartment through that open window. You can see everything. Take a look. Holy shit. So, Anna. Could you tell me, in your own words, what happened tonight?
1: Well, I had just gotten back from Uncle Lloyd's tavern down the street. I met George there. I, don't, I almost I almost got it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little drunk.
1: Uh, I think you're a little alright.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it takes one to know one.
1: <laughs> so, this is my place. And it's a little cluttered. I apologize.
2: No, I, I like it. It's it's just a little broken in.
1: Just a bit.
2: So you've lived here long?
1: Only a few months. I I move around a lot.
2: For work?
1: Yeah, yeah, for work. But anyway, this this is a nice place, and the rent is cheap. So
2: well, having cheap rent is always a good option. <laughs>
1: <laughs> would would you like some of that coffee I offered you downstairs?
2: Sure, I'll take a cup, but uh, put some extra sugar in it. Because I like me something sweet.
1: <laughs> I can make sure you get three scoops of sugar.
2: Make it four. Mm. Mm.
1: Whew! Well, that was pretty good.
2: Pretty good? Well, I'd like to think I'm above average.
1: A little too much tongue, but not bad.
2: There's always a critic.
1: So, how about how about that coffee?
2: So, what do you do for a living
1: again? Um, business. Yeah, I, I travel a lot for business. You know, all over the country actually. Well, that's neat. Yeah. Well, in a few minutes we'll have some nice hot coffee.
2: I have an idea for what we can do while we wait.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just take it a bit slower, okay?
2: Come on. I know what come up for coffee really means.
1: Granted, but we actually do have some brewing.
2: Come on, Anna. Let me have another taste of your sweetness.
1: George, no. You're hurting me. Just...
2: I think you like it a little rough. Come
3: on.
1: No, Joe, please stop.
2: Come
3: on.
1: You don't want... Hey, you son of a bitch. Cat! what the hell are you doing here? I'll always be there to protect you no matter what you say to me.
2: What the hell are you on about?
1: Oh, you bitch. Oh, you need me in the balls. Serves you right trying to take advantage of my sister.
2: The hell are you talking about, you crazy bitch? Ha.
1: That was a big mistake, bub. I think it's time to teach you a lesson. Uh-huh. No one fucks with my sister. Oh, Someone call the police! Help! When I'm through, no one will recognize you. No. I'll start out by cutting out one of your eyes. Uh-huh. Then I'll uh-huh. cut off one of your balls.
2: Oh, Please stop! Someone help!
1: Then I'll take your tongue and cut that out too. You won't even have to worry about too much tongue anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then the police came. I, I grabbed the knife, cat ran out the window, and, well, you know the rest.
3: That's what happened?
1: More or less. I guess I don't remember every detail, but, yeah.
3: Frank, bring in the monitor. We have surveillance video from the convenience store across the street. HD cameras. I can see in pretty great detail. Play it, Frank. As you can see, it's a pretty wide shot from this angle. You can see the street, but it's pretty dark, except for the lights from the apartments across the street. This window is your apartment.
1: That looks about right.
3: Now if we enhance the video, we can get a pretty clear picture of the inside of your apartment. Here's what we can see.
1: Okay. There's me and George entering the apartment. There's the point when he starts to get all handsy. Here. Here's when he starts to take advantage of me. What? Where's where's Cat? What? No, no, I didn't need him in the groin. Cat did that. What? What, What's going on? No. No, I didn't stab him. No, Cat did that.
3: This is the point where the officers burst down the door and you faint.
1: Uh, uh. I don't understand.
3: Anna, that car crash you were in with Cat after the party, Cat called 911. They arrived and brought you both to the hospital. You went into a coma for a few days. But Cat, she didn't make it.
1: What are you talking about?
3: You're a crazy bitch. Frank!
1: What do you mean? Cat, she was there.
3: No, she wasn't. Your file says that after the accident, you needed time to heal from traumatic brain trauma. while you recovered, you started to have what the doctors called multiple personality disorder. What? You couldn't take the news of your sister's death, so your brain created her personality in you. After months of therapy, they deemed you well enough to be on your own, but I'm guessing since your sister was overprotective, whenever you felt threatened or got emotional, she came out and protected you.
1: So, that time in college, just leave me alone. I am never... Going to leave you. I'm the only one protecting your best interests. No! Leave me alone! Yeah? Hey girl. Everything alright in here? Getting pretty loud. Everything's fine. Just just leave us alone. Uh alright. That girl is crazy. And and then tonight. Hey, you son of a bitch! Cat, what the hell are you doing here? I'll always be there to protect you, no matter what you say to me.
2: What the hell are you on about? Oh, you
1: bitch. Oh, you need me in the balls. Serves you right. I'm trying to take advantage of my sister.
3: Anna, I know this must be a lot to comprehend. Yeah. We've contacted Anderson State Hospital. There, you can get the mental help you need. They're on their way to pick you up for an evaluation. Sure believe we'll you be. Come on, Frank.
1: Don't worry, sis. It's going to be all right. You're not here. Of course I am. I will always be with you. You're just a figment of my imagination. Hey, Anna. Remember that time in the hotel when we were kids? The time we made that videotape? Yeah, we took Dad's camera and made a movie about being superheroes and saving the world. We broke the bed after jumping on it too much. And Dad had to pay for all the damages? (laughs) Yeah. Kat, I'm scared. I don't wanna go to a mental hospital. Don't worry, sis. I'll protect you. I always do. I love you, Cat. I love you, too, sis.
0: Looks like Anna is heading to the loony bin. It's probably for the best. I wouldn't want my balls to be on the receiving end of a cat's claws. You know, they say blood is thicker than water, and you should never want to test those waters, especially when they involve sisters. Schlock Shock Radio, in association with Midnight Prestige, with characters and situations written and created by Chris Jarowski. Tonight's presentation stars Mandy Lou as Anna and Kat Reynolds, Anthony Geftakis as Detective Jeff Deeds. Steven Snowden as Detective Frank Garbo. Scott Gliney as Ryan. Nathan Pinsenault as Carl. Additional voices by Kelly Jarowski. Additional voices also by Mark Schrieffer. This is the Son of Gold. Check me out at www.sonofgold.net. And by the way, I didn't write any of this. <laughs> Until next time, bolt your windows and lock your doors because I'm coming for you.